another thing. Why are people that can barely stand <laughs> filling their carts up at this beautiful springtime with 40 pound bags of dirt and uh. 30 pound bags of mulch? And then they're hobbling to their handicap spot. Do you have a man named Manuel there at home <laughs> to do your labor for you? Is that what's going on? Because you can barely stand. And all you're doing is getting in the way, trying to pay with a check when I just need to get in and out. You could probably, you, we could probably start another thing on people just using checks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I another thing. But surely if they're out buying. Talk about my mother. <laughs> but surely and Gary are out buying mulch in 40 bags of, of dirt and they had someone at home yeah. to do it for them. They wouldn't be buying this. Why stuff. Why just send the manual? That's what I'm saying. I and, and this is not a, a bit or an exaggeration. We know a man <laughs> we're aware had to use the cart to stand and his cane was in the cart and it was full of like dirt and rocks and how? shit. I'm like, how are you doing how? this? Yeah, how how are you getting the bag from your car to wherever Ted, to the go? guy who works at Lowe's? He's not coming home with he's you. dead. He'll load it, but how's it getting unloaded? Boy. So it's got to be just like a, a maybe the plan is <laughs> I've look, just buries himself. In listen, his yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> L- listen, I have to prove to my wife that I'm not useless. So I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get all right. the, all the bags that I can't carry all the bags that the automatic cart will carry for me <laughs> and then fingers crossed. I die in the car <laughs> so I don't have to unload it or <laughs> where they put it in the back. You just pull up to the back and you open up your back and then just Drive, take, take off. It so it just all there it is. Yeah. It just all tumbles out Gets the back. Where it needs to go. Yeah, you're good to go. And this is not. I'm not trying to be ableist because I could have gone on a rant on why are these why are there why are there handicapped spots in the lawn garden section at all. I could have started there, but instead you're going ageist and you're saying why yeah, are fuck you old, old people? <laughs> yeah, of course they have fuck old people. That is a hard Brian stance. Whew, boy. <laughs> Welcome to and another thing. This is a podcast where we drink, we talk, and all young people win. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Brendan, and I'm a young ass Marcus. <laughs> all notable, all notable young people on this podcast <laughs> who definitely so aren't in their mid thirties. No, 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 no. Young as can be <laughs> here, hey, fellow kids. <laughs> How about that TikTok Roblox? Oh, I love telling time with robots. Uh, this is we are drinking uh, a repeat. A repeat. Sometimes we just grab whatever's in the little fridge. Sometimes if studio. it's left in there, we just take it out of there just to sip on. Uh, we are having Crane Breweries Thunder Gong, which as I think this is the one. Yeah, the that, Jason Sudeikis Steps of yeah, Faith. Thing. Steps of Faith. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy, more than happy to be drinking this. I remember that it was like a charity thing or something. I did not remember that it was Jason Sudeikis. So I was like, what? The it's fuck always is surprising. <laughs> yeah, it's always surprising. When it's Jason Sudeikis. Like, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. You like to see celebrities that are actually doing something instead of being sociopaths, you know? Yep. Jason Sudeikis probably hasn't slapped anyone across the face on live television that we know of that I we, can't I can't he doesn't want to talk I about can't it. talk about we don't it. Want to talk about it it's fine I we, was we gonna can't be just more people no dumping there's nothing else to it's say. created some funny shit but it's it also like some funny shit. let's move past <laughs> I was gonna do a bit at the now I remember the opening that I wanted to do uh-huh. and it was gonna be murky around there's like oh, I can't believe right, right all these people are talking about it and I just can't believe it happened I can't believe people <laughs> laughed at Amy Schumer's jokes <laughs> Dude, fucking, <laughs> and I know that was gonna be a whole lot of Vargas. <laughs> Boy, what was the one that I texted you? But I literally blocked it out of my memory. Oh, oh, 
Uh, <laughs> he just looked at his phone just for the record. I did not. <laughs> no, it came viscerally it, it into did. his head. It did. Uh, her bit about don't look up. Uh, had, no one she, looked up the reviews. No one again. looked up the reviews. <laughs> and then I pulled out a gun and shot myself. Yeah. I told Vargas that is the exact joke he would tell if he was purposely trying to annoy people with a bad joke. Correct. Totally, totally. But then he would buy into it himself too much and start laughing at it. That's what I told him. <laughs> but I laugh because the response to the bad joke. She was a celebrity on TV hosting the getting Oscars. Paid, yes, getting paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of money. Do you guys think celebrities get too much special treatment? Did you see their gift bags? Yeah, it's it's insane. Whenever I found out about the Oscar gift bags years ago, I was like, they get this shit for just showing up uh-huh. like insane. It's, it's ridiculous. Wild. It's wild stuff. Celebrities. It was worth one hundred and forty thousand dollars. Yeah, every yeah. gift bag. stupid and it came with liposuction or something, which I thought was fucking weird. Celebrities are sociopaths. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a They're coupon crazy. book for rich crazy people. Yeah, let's move past it though. Have yeah, you guys always gotten your free fruit one free slap in this past week though? Everyone got to yeah, slap of course in? I have good. Oh, I'm just excited that we can move past the Batman slapping Robin <laughs> and move on to Will Smith <laughs> slapping the rock, you know, slapping about. the rock. <laughs> yeah, Chris the rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah, you got that it, buddy. Him, right? You got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh boy. Uh, well, I want to talk about is a couple things. First thing, first off the bat, PlayStation announced their new PlayStation Plus is out. Oh, you seem all on Twitter about this. Well, it's I think it's fascinating oh. for a couple reasons, and I want my boys' opinions on. Brian, and I talked a little bit about it. I want Vargas's opinion too. Let's let's break it down real I'll fast. Shut up. He already has my opinion. Oh no, I want to. <laughs> These people don't know. <laughs> He's logged and cataloged your opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've already logged it, cataloged it, put it away, filed it. So PlayStation. So it's three tiers now. That's coming out in June. PlayStation Plus Essential is basically PlayStation Plus. It's what you have now. You can play online, get the two quote unquote free games, cloud storage or say games. That does not change. Uh-huh. Same, same price. Nine ninety nine a month or sixty bucks a year. Do the yearly price, by the way, boys. If you're not uh yeah. Yeah. We'll you can get here. it on Black Friday for like forty five bucks. Well, and we'll talk about the pricing here in a second because it's already a huge discount for the for yeah. PlayStation PlayStation Plus Extra is the second tier. It provides all the benefits from the essential tier. So basically PlayStation Plus adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from PlayStation Studios and third party partners. Uh, the games in these extra tier downloadable downloadable for play, much like game passes, right? This is 15 bucks a month or 100 bucks yearly. So basically 50 dollar discount. Yeah, no. Oh, way, way more than that. I'm like $75 discount. You can do it by the year. PlayStation Plus Premium provides all the benefits from Essential essential and Extra, adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming, uh-huh. and then beloved classics available both streaming and downloadable from PS1, PS2, and PSP. Um, offers cloud streaming from the original PlayStation, PS2, PS2 PSP, PS4 um, in these extra markets and stuff like that. Oh, that's a different thing. This is $18 monthly mm-hmm. or $120 yearly. Mm. If you pay monthly, it's something like 240 bucks yeah. a year. And if you do yearly, it's only $120, which is crazy to me. And I think the biggest takeaway, though, is the differences between those is that if you get extra and what was the last one? Premium. If you get extra and premium and we have another uh, pandemic, you're right. going to lose those services and you'll only be able to play the essential 
package. Because it's it's an essential employee. <laughs> That's a good joke. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I I think it's a great deal. Obviously, do the yearly. Right. But I'm, I don't see the benefit of doing this the is my, top this, one. This is what I'm saying. I, I think basically what they want you to do is they want you to go. I already have PlayStation Plus. I'm just going to bump up a tier or two or what, you know, pay do whatever extra 40 bucks. Yeah. Just pay like a little bit extra to be able to, to download and stream games. Yeah. Um, Jim Ryan, PlayStation studio ha- head honcho. He came out and said uh, that they are not doing day and date releases for like their games and stuff like that. Like the PlayStation studio mm-hmm, games, mm-hmm. much like uh, get game pass does um, for like a lot of their, like, but Beth- they announced all the Bethesda games will be day and date. Halo infinite was Verizon uh, Forza horizon, uh, five was if you don't know that means you can play the game the day it comes the out. day it comes out and Microsoft and Xbox have basically said doing that they incur a lot of negative cash flow. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, but they have the backing of micro like Microsoft has the cash to burn to do this sure. right um, but Jim Ryan basically said it does not make financial sense for them to do this. Um, I, I'm curious your guys is this like this do anything for you know what I mean? Does this like make you want to go out and be like, yeah, in June, I'm going to sign up for these two, um, one or two things, whatever it doesn't. I'll say the day and day thing doesn't bother me too bad because you'll have so many other games because to me, the draw of it is to play all the game, all the old games you can't play anymore totally, totally. or games that you may have missed in the past, like two or three years from yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. And they aren't like one of the free games. Uh, I think that's the draw. Whereas like, if you if you're the kind of guy that buys it the day it's going to come out, right? You, I don't know. I guess you you're going to do it any. I mean, I don't know. You're going to do it anyway. If you're the, if like Vargas Borderlands just came out, you pre-ordered it. Yeah. So if that, you had pass, you would still pre-order. it. You wouldn't wait for it to come on the pass, right? Well, th- so that's my whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there are like I don't know two three franchises that I will get the I'll get the super edition, so I get the 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 total season pass and all that kind of stuff and like but i don't do otherwise i'm bargain hunting for my games right, right. i'm gonna wait till shit goes on sale because i don't want to spend 60 dollars on a new game and that's why maybe doing like a subscription like this might be a good idea for someone like you right you know what i mean because that's a, it would be about a 60 dollar increase on your yeah right. yearly bill and if you buy one game a year that's already paid exactly right. you know, what so. i'm really curious about is because PlayStation has always been really weird about backwards compatibility and like yeah. what ga- like essentially what this what they're doing is they they have a service called PS Now that is like a streaming game service that uh, has some like it, it it's catalog is not good right. like it's not a good catalog of PS One PS Two three and four games I think and stuff like that but I, I'm really curious because they have not announced any of the games that are coming to like I, any one of these tiers and things like that. But you hear 400 PS4 and PS5 games. You're like, that's a pretty good amount. The 300 PS1, PS2, PS3, PSP games. That kind of makes me go three. You know what I mean? Like, is that really going to be worth jumping up to the to the yeah, final tier to spend $120 to unless you're like a PS1 super fan? And, and that's the thing you are, is you that probably still have your PS1. Yeah, too, right. You right. Know? Exactly. Exactly. But in, in this world of game preservation and stuff like that, sometimes finding a ps1 or ps1 games and stuff like that's tough so like that i'm happy they're doing but this is like a you know a a couple points about this thing it's 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 another subscription service and it's so fascinating 
because Microsoft launched Game Pass a while ago. And I think the last numbers I saw back in like November when Microsoft talked about it, it was like 20 million subscribers to that, which is, you know, pretty good growth from when they started. But then Jim Ryan was talking about uh, when they announced all this stuff that their base PS, uh, their base PlayStation Plus uh, people subscribe to that service is like almost 50 million. So it's like, it's very, it's fascinating to see that because I think there is like a little bit of a juxtaposition of like Microsoft and Game Pass just want you in the ecosystem to pay $9.99 a month and just go nuts, right? right? And from what I understand about Game Pass is that its back catalog is like essentially just about every Xbox 360 uh, series S and X uh, like game you can find. So my my experience with Game Pass because I had a trial of it when I bought my PS or my one it is it leans heavily on the backwards compatibility. Totally. Totally. I mean, that's like kind of their bread and butter that and the Halo games, the Gears of War games, right? The The big Xbox studio games. Yeah, but it's like those three Halo Gears Forza. If you don't want old games, Halo, Gears, and Forza, <laughs> it's not, it is 100% not worth right, it. Right. Or, or totally. Sea of Thieves, I guess. That's yeah, like, right. But, because there are, are, I mean, a lot of the Microsoft Studio games, they are on Game Pass yeah, and you can buy them. They're, and they're all on there. Right. They all are. Yeah. And that's what you're getting Bethesda games that are going to be on there. And then I think all the Bethesda games are now on they're there on now there. that that deal has gone through. Then hypothetically, all the Activision games are going to be on there as well. But that's, that's an additional price. I'm oh, sorry. The EA thing is the EA. Price. Yeah. EA play is can be included for a little bit, but then it becomes its own price yeah. too. But that's just, I mean, I, I think it's a fascinating thing that PlayStation is doing because PlayStation has never been about backwards compatibility. That's why if you heard, listen to what I was saying, um, you can download PS1, PS2, PSP, PS4, PS5. You cannot download PS3 games because the way they made the PS3, like I was always curious about like, why can't you do backwards compatibility on the PS4 right. for PS3, things like that. It's something about the processor of the PS3 and the way they made those games. It's like basically the the cost of developing a way to get it emulating on a current gen console would be like not worth the effort essentially. And That's I was like, insane. it's wild to think about, but I, I, I think this is interesting and I'm very, you know, I was like curious what my boy's thoughts were. Um, and then, I mean, I've read and, li- and listened to a lot of stuff because I, I still, I'm still kind of like, I don't quite know what to feel about this. Um, primarily because I don't know what the games are going to be on it. Like if it comes out and all the games from the different eras are really great cult, like cultivation of games then sure, like I think it'll be well w- worth the cost, but if it's like a couple of like hit Sony games and then just like a random assortment of crap, it's kind of like, what's the, what's the point in getting it, you know? Yeah, but I don't, um, I don't see it replacing those one or two games that I purchase a year. Yeah, right. right. Which, right. Is, which exactly. is the only reason I would get it is like, okay, do I not have to purchase Borderlands or totally Sniper Elite five? Like the two games that I was excited <laughs> for this year. No, they're, they're not going to be on there or they're going to be on there. Right. Nine months after release date. Totally. Uh, totally. And that's, that's another thing is that if, if Sony's not doing day and date for their major games, right. When, are they going to come to the service? Because right. you could sit and wait for it could be three months, six months, nine months, a whole year. You know, who I wonder knows? if they'd follow the same pattern that movies. Oh, maybe like a 45 day so, window yeah, or whatever. Because like I, I could understand because again, like we talked about Microsoft 
eats a lot of costs doing the day and date thing and then game pass as a whole. They they're very upfront with like it does not make us any money right now. Right. We lose money doing game pass um, and then also I mean think of how often we I mean how often do you play an old PS1 PS2 game? You know what I mean? Right like that's what when in Nintendo switch um, you know thankfully started putting out NES and ball law games. I, I didn't subscribe to the N64 one because a lot of those games I was kind of like I either own yeah uh, on my old N64 or it's like those didn't like quite grab me enough, you know, um, whereas like uh, when they put earthbound on the NES or SNES like virtual console, I played that immediately, you know, but it's rarely that like how long did you play it for? Oh, I th- it's like an 18 hour game 15 to 18 so you hours beat it already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not a long little yeah. RPG game, but but I think that's always fascinating because that's why I think the reasoning I've heard that Jim Ryan PlayStation at large doesn't do backwards compatibility and stuff like that is because they research shows that people don't play it. You know what I mean? They'll yeah. like they'll dabble in like old games they'll be like, oh, like the that. nostalgia is so fun. They'll play for an hour and then they'll never play. and then they don't touch it again. Yeah. The money is in new games. Well, so here's an interesting question. Yeah, because um, I know my answer if if the option was there that you could purchase for like five or seven bucks a month, mm-hmm. a virtual PS one. Oh, sure. That you could play their library of just PS one games. Yes. Would you do that? Yeah, probably. I would probably yeah. do that too, at least for a while. And then, you know, PS two, that's mm-hmm. also five or seven right. bucks. PS three, that's also five or seven. Bucks. Or I mean, or like do cause like game pass from what I understand or whatever is that when a game is on there and if you play it long enough, you could buy it at a discount or something like that. You can you can purchase it to make sure that if it leaves Game Pass, right, you can still play it. Interesting, because okay. games do cycle out of Game Pass. Yes, yes. So you, yeah, and if, if they are gone off Game Pass and you did not download them or buy them, they are gone. Like they, are, you can no longer quote unquote play them. Correct, right? Correct. Which I think is really interesting. But yeah, but that that's just a big discussion about PlayStation and PlayStation at large, and I'm I'm. I think it's fascinating. Second thing I want to talk about is a man with ALS who was able to speak using a computer. Have you guys heard this story? I want a beer. And yeah. Curry. Yeah. Also, oh, yeah. I love my son. I want to play tool as loud as possible. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So basically, uh, this was a German study that came out where uh, a man who has ALS, which is a neurodegenerative disorder. That's Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou right? Gehrig's disease, which is a progressive disorder that essentially, to be very blunt, it is a death sentence. Like you get ALS, you are going to die within a certain time frame. Um, it is a traveling. That's what we like to call, use that term. Muscle wasting disease where eventually um, it can get up to your diaphragm to where you can't breathe on your own anymore. And in progressive cases like this man, he was con- what we consider locked in. He could no longer move his eyeballs. So Jesus he Christ. was totally locked in 35 years old. So terrible, terrible disorder. And that's like when it sets in like mid thirties, right? Like yeah, that's it, when a lot yeah, of a lot of people. The majority of age of onset is in your thirties. So boys, let's cheers to uh, <laughs> hope, hoping to make it <laughs> yeah, to 40. You no know? kidding. Uh, but yeah, but so but anyway, but so this this is fascinating because I, when you hear that, you're like, they didn't just put fucking shit in his head and he just started talking. No, like they did. How did it? How did it work? Yeah, because that's just that your brain does not work that way that you can't just put electrodes on your brain and just start talking. Yeah, right? no, no, no. They just put a computer into <laughs> his head and it spoke right. for him. Yeah. So what they did was this took place over the course of like his first words were a hundred days after they started. Okay. So like what they did was set up. They actually did attach electrodes to the motor cortex of his brain. Okay. And what they did was they would play a tone 
and basically tell him to associate that tone with a letter. This is I'm breaking it down very simply. Sure, sure, sure. So whenever he heard that tone, they would say, think A, 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 A. And that morphed into, okay, this is ace. Okay, this is bad. This is, you know, so they're able to piece together the tones with letters and then form sentences. So that's how this guy was able to say, I want a beer. Uh, I would I want curry. I love my cool son. Um, and this process took like each letter essentially took an average of a minute at a time to compose. So like a oh sentence like I want a beer took yeah. 30 minutes to put together. Basically, I would if I was his son, I, I love my cool. God damn. <laughs> I don't care what you love. The cool is cool, but yeah. Um, so so yeah, so I, I thought this process was fucking crazy and essentially gives people who are locked in or like with this terrible disorder um, a way hypothetically to communicate. And that's what the study was essentially put together to see with these people who are locked in and not able to use eye movement anymore because that's a way we can communicate like use a board or use like a computer uh, program to use eyesight to communicate. And could this thing be able to use in the future? So it's a it's a fascinating thing to look at. And I think in the future, hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll be a, a, a a great way to be able to have people communicate who can't. That's wild. Insane. I if I get ALS, guys, don't I don't want to be locked in. Oh, guys, he's saying I you, love my cool co-host. You will usually the majority of ALS patients usually die from some type of infection or pneumonia. Good. They don't. If they, I had it. They, not good they, for them. ALS patients very rarely make it to the locked in stage. So I don't like that you call it locked in because normally locked in means like focused and like ready to now, roll. No, dude, locked in is brutal. There's a whole there's a whole story I read because of this about this guy who was locked in for like six months and then afterwards he came out of it and was aware and cognitively with it the entire time he was locked in. Yeah, could not move a muscle for six months. And oh, that God. person is now a psychopath. Yeah, right. He like, basically talks about like, hey, he's like a total like even his family and friends talk about how he's a change per- for the yeah. good, like for the good. But he's a totally different person now. And it's crazy, 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 crazy. So just remember any if you <laughs> ever in the hospital or someone, you know, someone in the hospital who's hypothetically in a coma or a lock, whatever's going on with them. There's a very good chance that they're aware of what's going on. All right. We got a real quick boys. What's your sentence? You get you get one sentence with the tone machine. <laughs> what's your sentence? Does my dick work? Oh, my, my would be what's a bit. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Dr. Pepper now. <laughs> Shortened to the point. Yeah, I mean you won't be able to experience all 27 flavors, but no, but it'll kill me faster. True. <laughs> sure, just pour it in my throat till I can't yeah, breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Awesome. awesome. Have you heard of speaking of Germany? Have you? <laughs> Uh-oh. Have you heard of Gotts von Berlickeningen? Berlickeningen. Bless yeah. you. Yeah, that's his name. Gotts von Berlickingen. Uh-oh. Berlickingen. I've never. What is this, Brian? This <laughs> is a. Uh, well, this was a man. Oh, Gotts, uh, which is short for Gottfried. Sure. Born 1480. Oh wow! Now this man is a German knight. Is he still around or what? Uh, I mean, he's locked in. Scroll down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, this man, but it is funny. He lived uh, to 82. Wow. For that time period, that's like ancient. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the least remarkable (laughs) part of this man. Uh, He was served, obviously, in in many wars because that's all that was happening um, happening back then. (laughs) But he fought in the armies of the Holy Roman Emperor Maximilian the first. Oh, sure. Sure. Now, 
his biggest claim to fame uh, was that in 15, I think 1512, he got his hand shot off with a cannon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so they built him a prosthetic, and I'm going to show Brendan. Oh, yeah. They built him two prosthetics. The first one was like sure. a saddle uh, blacksmith maker uh, that made him a... Uh, like a pouch? <laughs> I mean, well, it was a, a hand. It was a hand, but it was just it was like a not... a shitty hand. Yeah, it was a shitty hand. Sure. So they made his second hand. What? And this hand was functional. This is now, again, for those who didn't see the picture, his hand was functional enough to hold a quill. No joke. And to write with said this, quill. This which picture, we can post it, but it basically looks like, an, imagine in your head like a knight's gauntlet. Yeah. Like, yeah. like a knight armor. But there's no hand inside the gauntlet. That's that crazy. is just the hand. Or for cool folks, it's Ash's hand from Army of Darkness. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it straight up is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Basically it is. He was, he also became known as Gots of the Iron Hand for of obvious, course. obvious reasons. The most badass thing you can think um, of. Yeah. He was also known as a warrior poet. And so this, that's why the quill holding the oh, quill is very important. Yeah. Of course. And he is credited for being the first person to ever use the phrase. He can lick my ass. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. yeah. This dude who could a warrior poet. Yeah. yeah. He and can so lick my ass. after his knighthood, he went on to basically form his own mercenary band and continue doing like mercenary work. So that not only was this motherfucker a soldier, <laughs> Got his hand shot off, was a warrior poet, was a mercenary, and still lived to, eight, to 82. Wow. To, to put that in perspective, right? he was a knight for 47 years. Yeah, that's 47 how, years. Does it say how old he was when his hand got blown off? Uh, I, I get, so I'm getting uh, this. Uh, this is on Wikipedia, of sure, course. Sure. Uh, and that's kind of where I'm getting all this information on my phone. Uh, I, I I will have to scroll too long, so I don't remember exactly <laughs> where it is. Um, but it was like in in his life enough where he was still a mercenary with his iron hand. Sure, right. But he wrote like he still wrote poems with his iron hand. He That's, didn't like teach himself to write with the other hand. I'm so curious how it articulated and stuff like that. Like how did it? How did it work? Like so, that's so interesting. An, Springs and shit, man. An early. We can't see inside the glove on the second one. Sure, but an early picture of the first one shows a corkscrew that basically spiraled into his meat. Ow. And so I don't know, but I don't know. Uh, they obviously didn't have like motor control. It's not like his hand, yeah, right? Totally. But you can position, you can use your other hand to position those fingers and, and things how you need them to. Mm. And I'm certain that there was like a belt, like he could. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he just like articulated it where it needed to be at and that then time. Just moved his yeah. Arm hmm. and same thing you could probably do with a sword. Yeah. So it's same sort of thing. It would still he was 28 when he lost his hand. Wow. <laughs> Wild right shot off by a cannon. So basically what the can the cannon ball hit his sword and somehow like I don't know if he just didn't let go or if it like turned his sword and then chopped his hand off. <laughs> <laughs> but it like turned his sword against him. Yeah. But, and of course, at that time, they probably the hilts and everything. They had like guards and stuff a lot of time. Right. So it probably like took it all. But like, dude, gots of the iron hand. I'm surprised that dude, that dude rules more like gots of the iron balls. You know what dude. I mean? Dude, <laughs> He can lick my ass. He can lick my ass. Isn't that, that sounds, fun? That sounds awesome. I like this guy. Yeah. I like this buddy. What do you got over there? You guys know what I have. It's that time. I'm eating crabs again. I'm eating large over here. I'm high on the hog because my baby boy Moon Knight finally got oh, his own TV buddy. show. Buddy, that first episode is a lot of fun. It's cool shit, a isn't lot of it? Fun. Do you think 
now we're going to find out, I would imagine, yeah. through the next five episodes. Yeah. But do you think, so gods in the MCU have been sort of debunked as far as the right Thor and all the Asgardians. They're, they're, they're like, they're, aliens, they're actual aliens. Yeah. Right. The right. Eternals, they're synthetic aliens. Yeah. So what are we going to get with Khonshu? I don't know. Yeah, what are the Egyptian gods? What are they going to be? I well, Khonshu definitely seems more of a a, a god god, more tangible. More, at least. Well, more more he has more god uh, like parts. He does god stuff. He's got a golden dick. Well, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> you know, he's he's like seemingly omnipotent for Mark and Steven. He's right. He can see things going on around them. He, he knows whenever Steven is out because he hates the funniest thing in the episodes because he hates Steven. <laughs> yeah, very so funny. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe maybe multiverse of madness will will shine some light on that. Maybe there's a, a whole uh, dimension of Egyptian deities and gr- Greek deities because be fun. The Greek mm-hmm. gods play into the in Marvel Arth- Arthur Harrow, the guy who played by Ethan Hawke. He is obsessed with a god and everything like that. Yeah. So, I mean, they, you know, not tangibly, but like spiritually exist, you know, like faith based yeah. things exist. So I'm, I'm fascinated to see like it works. They, they impact like the world at large. Correct. In the universe. But so, but they also said that like Nor- Norway and stuff with the Asgardians, mm-hmm. that was the same kind of thing but it was just that they were aliens. Right. And they right. left. Yeah. Yeah. Are so. they going to do aliens again? Or are they going to do like, oh, it's the undead. Oh. <laughs> Something spooky. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It, it's good, though. It's How good. are you feeling about it? I really like it. I super like the setup because um, the, the comics are typically f- told from Mark's yes, point of Mark view. Mark is the primary yeah. person, like personality or person, right? Right. Um, and his like superhero Moon Knight stuff is obviously the focus. It kind of like Batman alternates mm-hmm. between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Right. The m- m- comics typically focus on Mark and Moon Knight mm-hmm. um, with Stephen and Jake Lockley and Mr. Knight kind of uh, switching in and out as, as the story right. takes hold. But you follow Mark. The TV show follows Steven. So that, it's a cool and, and there's change. things that happen in the episode that I'm really curious if what we're seeing from Steven's point of view framing mm-hmm. is not real. You know what I mean? Because yeah, there's the it, whole thing yeah. like whenever he starts towards the end of the episode where he starts freaking out in his apartment and like the lights are going crazy. The buildings like shaking um, that woman he talks to like is freaked out of do, him. is freaked out yeah. of him. Doesn't yeah. she? He says something about oh lights flickering again, and she's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. My friend's definitely home. <laughs> so I'm curious, like how much of what we're seeing with Steven is actually like real. You know what yeah. I mean? And if what we're seeing is like, I'm I'm just and again, I'm just curious. We have not watched second episode or anything like that. Yeah, or you know, write anything. But what we're getting to is like we will then see it all flipped and we're and we'll be in Mark's, in Mark's shoes perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm really curious how it's going to play out. Do you think his mom's dead? I, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, every time he talked to her, it was always kind of always kinda weird. It was always voice always kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, later skaters later. Skaters. That's really cute. And I love that. Like, you know, his 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 Oscar Isaac's English accent is purposely bad because it is just it's mark webb or mark specter doing a fake accent right like it's super funny too that he uses a lot of like colloquial terms Mm. that in it right i mean just so so many and it's just like it's the most marvel has ever pushed a british accent yes and so yeah it being like what he sees on tv and like stuff would make more sense correct and And i'm really curious because it, it it becomes obvious 
whenever early on in the episode um, when the girl he works with talks about taking her out and Steven has no idea what she's talking about. Yeah, did and it's it becomes obvious that Mark asked her out. Do you think Mark faked <laughs> Steven's accent to <laughs> ask her out? <laughs> he would have had to. <laughs> he would have had to or else she would have been like, where's your that's accent? what I mean. <laughs> that's really that's funny. what I'm fascinated by because oh, I'm really man. curious and then uh, and then I, I I'm very curious too. Um, where the where all of it's going and what it's going to introduce because all these Marvel shows introduce something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's an unnamed locale they go to in the episode that I think might hypothetically have interesting I, ramifications for the MCU. I think it's a long shot. No, I do. Silly. Goose. I think it's a long a shot um, specifically because of the amount of detachment that Oscar Isaac has cited that yes. drew him to the project. He he has said that he has he has not signed any more contracts. Yep. This uh, is uh, yeah. They only wanted to focus on Moon Knight and see where it went. And then uh, the po- I uh, I talked to Vargas about the writer creator of the show who I name is hate me right now. He was on the King Cast, which mm-hmm. is a Stephen King podcast, talking about Moon Knight as well as uh, Desperation, uh, Stephen King novel. Uh, but basically talked about how like they were curious from his perspective that the host asked him, did Marvel present to you? You have to do this, this and this within the framework of your story. He was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like we, he said we were free to kind of do whatever we wanted to and go from there essentially. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, which will be, I think a lot. I hope they follow that blueprint more because it's fine to the MCU is fine, right? It's, it's fun to have connected everything be connected, right. but you can still have the, I mean, they have one shots in comics. Yeah, you can still have these great stories that can still be a part of totally, but that you don't have to interact with Iron Man or Captain America. Right. It can still be happening in the same universe, just at like a totally different spot. Well, so beyond that, right? You can have a, a long running Captain America comic book and Captain America is still on the Avengers, and right? Those, and those comic books can run in parallel right. without being like, Oh, Captain America, thank God you're here from your last adventure. Yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was kind of hoping that with like the multiverse stuff that that it would open up different things and uh, and, and offer up different views of like, oh, let's pe- like kind of like expanded. What if things, you know yeah. what I mean? And like do kind of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I'm curious how it's all going to play out and what's all going to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I'm I not that I was going into it being like I wonder if this is going to be good. I mean, I was yeah. going <laughs> to probably enjoy it no matter what, but I'm I'm glad that it ended up being as enjoyable as it was. Right. I'm pretty stoked about it. Oscar Isaac rules and it's 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 a lot of fun so far. You know what else rules? We rule. <laughs> We're a lot of fun <laughs> so Doyle far. Rules. <laughs> Doyle rules and we rule. Uh thank you for listening to us. Uh every week we're here and we couldn't do it without you. I mean, we could uh, but it would just Sorry. be us talking to each other in a bar. So uh, we're glad we can do it here instead of a bar. Sure. And to you. At you. At you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, at you. Yeah, we don't want you talking back to us. You can in your car. Yes. Pause it, say your piece, and then unpause it. And <laughs> Text like us. Or, us. <laughs> I'm sure someone could email us. Oh, yeah, they probably tweet could. us, or yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Could they do That's that? That's a good idea. Could they do that, Brian? Brian, do you think they could do that? Brian, where could Brian, they, where could they do that? <laughs> Brian. Oh boy, you can email us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at debates on tap. You can find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. Uh, interact with us. We love it. We want to hear from you. What do you want more of? What do you want less of? Don't say the hosts. Don't say it again. <laughs> we can't. I mean, stop saying it. <laughs> I know Brian's doing a lot of holes outside. And he Brian, bought some lie. Did he tell you this? He bought some lie. Yeah. 
maybe two less whole, hosts. Yep. Where are you guys going? Going on vacation? Or well, are you having a baby? The other one's going on vacation. You invited me out back to the backyard to see something. You said something is the bottom of that big hole. Yeah. We're going to go find it right big now. Big hole's about six feet deep. Yeah. About six, six feet long. Yeah. So let's go see what's happening out there. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>